Yo, welcome back to another episode. I'm Cameron. And I'm Dean. And this is the Collective Efforts Podcast, where gentlemen collectively discuss common experiences while continually working to improve and build one another up. We have a really good topic for you guys today. We're going to be talking about fiery situations with an emphasis on fight or flight. Me and Cam have been in a few fiery situations, and I want to open it up with my brother Cam. What is a fiery situation to you? Fiery situations, kind of one of those situations that you can't, you know, you can't avoid. It's kind of like a heated moment. Emotion, emotions are riled up. You know, it's just a really just an unvoidable situation that got your emotions riled up. You mad. You want to handle it right then and there. And then you, you could make a bad decision out of that, possibly. That's my definition. Very tense and contentious. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm in the same exact boat. I kind of just gave my definition, but it's just very tense and contentious. Um, most of the time, it's it's unavoidable, and you usually have to think in that moment, do I fight or do I flight? What are some reasons we end up in fiery situations? Some of the reasons we end up in fiery situations because we end up in the same place where a fiery situation happened in the past. It's kind of like a recurring cycle. It's kind of like, um, say you went you went to the club, you went to a club, and the club is known for being wild, having a lot of shoot shootouts or whatever, right? You can avoid that situation by just not going to that club. Maybe going to a different club. You know, um, yeah, I just feel like. People end up in the same. People end up in that same cycle of going back to the same place where fiery situations happen. You know, I feel like that's why. What was your question again? I got lost in my thoughts. What are some reasons we end up in fiery situations? I feel like those are the reasons we end up in fiery situations. That's what I think. I think it's that, and I also think it has a lot to do with pride. Because I know for me in the past, anytime I would try to run away or avoid a situation that was contentious, I just had this thought in my mind screaming, weak, weak, weak. That that little voice in the back of your head, like, now nah, you got to handle this right now. You're going to look like a punk. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I feel that. Exactly. I feel that. Absolutely. Um, you know... I was going to talk about one of the times I was in a fiery situation, man. It was sixth grade. This is actually how I um, caught my um, my case for assault, my assault, my assault charge. I don't know why I couldn't say that, but that's how I caught my assault charge. We was I was in sixth grade, and I was at the bus stop, and it was somebody who was in, like, eighth grade. You know, I had my shoes on the ground, my, um, my PT shoes, my PE shoes, right? And he kicked them over, and I told him to pick them up, and he didn't pick them up. He told me no. That's what he told me. Then he pushed me, right? 
So as soon as he did that, it's kind of one of them heat of the moments. Like you said, we get that three to four, three to four seconds to think about what we're going to do. Right. And what I ended up doing, I punched him in his, I punched him in his mouth. And, you know, we was out there fighting. I was whooping boy. And then his mama came out and then like, she started wilding on me too. And then, you know, I was young and, and stupid at the time. So I told, I told the lady, basically, you know, I'll whoop your ass too, you know? Next thing I know, I'm in first period. Hear a knock on the door. I see the principal. Had a feeling it was for me. Walked out. Seen the principal and a cop. Walked to the principal office, man. And now I'm in there getting questioned about what happened. Next thing you know, I'm in court. I got three options, right? First one was we can pay for the t- pay for the assault ticket in full, right? Which was like four hundred dollars, but it'll stay on my record. The second one was pay $70, do community service or whatever, and then go to anger management class. And then it, it'll be expunged after the, um, after my probation. Dang, my bad. Right. I, had, I had six months of probation. So after the six months of probation, my assault charge on my record was dropped. It was expunged. I don't remember the third option. I, I'm pretty sure it has something to do with juvie. But yeah, man, out, out of that fiery situation, that, that was... That's what I ended up with. That's tough. That's tough. Um, I got a question to ask you personally. What would you do in a situation? Because I'm all of us has been in this situation before, and I've been thinking for a while the best way to kind of go around it without physical violence. What do you do in a situation when someone owes you money? If somebody owes me money, the old me want to say I'm going to have to see him, right? The old me want to say that. It, it's kind of, it's, my thing is like, it, so, so it's like I bought something from I bought something from them and they didn't give me what I bought. It's going to make me mad. I'm not going to lie. It's going to piss me off. It's kind of like, bro, like I gave you that money out the kindness of my heart trying to support what you got going on. And then you stiff me. Yeah, or you just let them hold some money, like somebody personally. You just let them hold some money out of the kindness of your heart, and they do something dirty with it or dirty to you. I'd be mad, bro. Honestly, how I will handle the situation now, you know, I hit them up, be like, hey, you got X amount of days to pay me back. And I'll just leave it at that. You got 10 days to give me my bread. And that's it. Because honestly, like, it, we grown, so now it's different. It's like, it's it's no such thing as, you know, you getting a slap on, on the wrist. Right. Now we got, you know, you going to jail. You do something to them, you don't know their family. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's coming at, you know, you don't know what's coming back to you if you do decide to do something to them, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm, hey, you got 10 days to pay me back. That's yeah. it. You got 10 days. Straight like that. Straight like that. Um. Yeah, honestly, I only would have said too. Um, yeah, I, I've tracked, I've tracked individuals down over thirty, thirty-five dollars. But knowing that Bro, we're much older now, and knowing the repercussions of certain actions, like you know, what I'm saying, getting into a alter, a physical altercation. You can't take that route anymore. 
if you want to if you want to continue having a bright future so i don't know part of me wants to say uh old me wants to say you got to handle it and new me is is honestly saying just let it go you know because i honestly look at it now like you know it's gonna get take it's gonna get taken care of in the future you know if it's not if it's not by um if it's not by somebody else, you know, who he winds up doing wrong, God's going to take care of him. That's the way that I see it. What do you say to the people who say it's the principle? That's what I would have said when I was younger. Even if it was a dollar, it's the principle. You know, it's funny it's you different. say that. I actually knew somebody who, uh, this is whenever I first moved to Houston, I was going to school over at Cullen. And one of my homeboys, I saw him fight for one dollar. He let his homeboy have one dollar and he was willing to go to war on a hard concrete over that dollar because of the principle. <laughs> Man, but you know, back in the back in the day, we ain't had no money, so a dollar meant something. A dollar meant you know? something, but I'm gonna be honest, he was getting money, and so it really wasn't anything oh. like that. He just fought him over the principle. And honestly, when I was young, I was like, okay, I understand that. Now as I'm as I'm getting older. It's like a change of mindset because now I have too much to lose. What is too that? much to lose. Too much to lose. Now it's going to be something on my record for the rest of my life. Especially when you're going to accumulate so much more over the future. It's like, what's $100? You know? That's true. So with that being said, Cam, I got another question for you, bro. Do certain songs affect... Our behavior in a fiery situation. Because I'm thinking about, um, the audience doesn't notice, I'm thinking about artists like Meek Mill. You know, I'm from Jersey. And so, Meek, that, that's that's been our guy. I've been listening to him since I was young. And I, I'll be the first one to say I'm in Houston. Man, I'm on the highway. I start, I put in a Meek song. Before I know it, I'm on, doing 120 on the dash. Dude, just get me there, you know? And so... I'm wondering, do certain songs, like, and especially now, let's think of it situationally, like you're in a, a club environment, group dynamics, you got a whole entire group of people around you. Would certain songs, like, affect you in that moment? Me personally, no. I can see in the club because, you know, in the club, you're supposed to be dancing. If a, if a DJ play a weak song, ain't nobody feeling it. So he got to turn it up, probably play that little boozy. Y'all bet not. And people start going wild in there, right? Mm-hmm. But for me, me personally, music don't music affects me, but it, don't, it doesn't affect me in a way that I'm going to change the way I behave. Well, let's, why don't we take it a step deeper then? Even if you listen to... Um, zero. Zero. Um, you know... Let's say Doja Cat. Let's say uh, Megan Thee Stallion. Can some of these lead into fiery situations with your significant other? I have never heard a full Megan Thee Stallion or Doja Cat song in my life. Cardi B included, Lotto, whoop. I know you don't mind now. I know you heard that, bro, that yellow. I have never listened to a full song from any female rapper. No disrespect. Oh, man. I've heard some of their lyrics, and I think some of their lyrics is wild. 
And you know what? Yeah, some of their lyrics that they be saying can get you in a fiery situation because, you know, no disrespect to the women out there, but sometimes y'all take them lyrics to heart. Like, I I can't think of any lyrics off the top of my head, but I didn't, I didn't especially you see it on TikTok, you know? It's wild. Mm. It's wild. And, I, I, you know, I've been in fiery situations in relationships before. <laughs> Man, I remember back in it was sometime in high school. I was dealing with I was dealing with a shawty, and um, we was on the phone, right? And I, I don't I don't. It's a lot of games that I don't play. I just it's just not gonna happen, right? right. And in certain situations, especially from like you know boyfriend and girlfriend, whether that's like disrespect coming from your boyfriend or disrespect coming from your girlfriend, that's kind of situation you gotta nip that in the butt, you know, right when it happened. Right. I don't think that's a flight situation. Cause I remember like, oh, we was on a we was on the phone, right? And um she said something, she said something, but then she started doing these little dog noises. Like, come here. You know, you know how you talking to a dog, like, come here. You start whistling and shit. Mm. I say, hold up. Let's get one thing straight. I ain't no damn animal. You know? We not about to do that. And I ain't never had that problem since that time. She could have thought it was a joke. Everything to me, not a joke. That was a fiery situation for me, right? Mm-hmm. I think I handled it well because I could have went crazy. Honestly. I just said, yo, we ain't, you know what I'm saying? We not doing it. That brings me to another question. You had something to say? Mm-mm. I was listening. That, that brings me to another question. You know? How do you... How do you handle a fiery situation? If we walk past each other in the club, then we don't know each other, right? I bump you. Keep walking. Turn back and look at you dead in your eye and don't say nothing. How am I supposed to handle and react to that? Um, Man, you give, know, I give think the... I touched on this earlier, but, uh, you know, I... I think first, you got to take a step back from the situation. Discussing who we are now. Now, formerly would have been like, we got to get it going. But I think now, especially since we have so much more to, to lose, and since a lot of our futures are looking, you know, we have dreams, we have aspirations, we have goals. I think it's important to take a step back, realize that, the reason you're upset is most likely because of pride. And from that, let yourself calm and cool off. From that point, you can decide what to do. You could decide where to go. And most likely the answer is going to be, it's not even worth it. You know, it actually happened to me this past summer when I was up in Jersey. We was at the club, me and my homies, and uh, somebody had bumped into me. He's a little short, little territorial bond dude. And, uh, you know, at, at the moment, I was upset. But, uh, you know, knowing, I, knowing my surroundings, I had to just take a step back and just think about it for a while, you know. And I came to the conclusion, and it was the right conclusion, that, man, he's this nigga not worth it. Excuse my language. He's not worth it. 
you know, and I can look back on that and say that day that I made the right decision. The only reason I say that is because I'm here today. I don't have any problems, you know, any bruises, any injuries from anything that happened that night. So I think but the thing to do is just take a step back. What are you going to say, Cam? Is it that is it that easy to take a step back right not when the situation moment. happens? Not in the moment. It's but hard, right? It's, it's very hard. It's very hard. And so it comes with practice. This was something else I was going to say. You know how you avoid it altogether? How you avoid it altogether? Don't go out. Then how many times have I... Bro, how many times have I said that? <laughs> hey, actually, actually, this was a dude who put me on. Because... Anybody who used to know me knows I used to go out every every weekend. And it took me to last probably like two summers ago to really get start getting behind the concept of like you'll keep yourself out of so much trouble if you just don't go out on some nights. Y'all ever get that feeling sometimes where you just have a bad feeling? I get that some nights. Like Getting ready to go out to the club. And sometimes I just stay home. And if y'all have that same intuition, it might be wise just to stay home yourself because that intuition means something. You know, another another way you can avoid um a, a fiery situation, one of those heat in the moment, fight or flight kind of situations, you got to check your surroundings. You know, check the people that's with you. Because there's some people that's out there, they don't give a damn about their life. If they don't care about their life, they ain't going to care about yours. Crash so if you're going out with them, crash dummy, that's what we like to call them. So if you're going out there to the to the clubs, the parties, you know, large gatherings, even small gatherings, you know, whatever the case is, you have to make sure you're with some people that's, that's um level-headed. Right. You know, that's going to, that got your best interest in heart too. Like, I, like I ain't going to lie, me and Dean, we both hotheads to a certain extent. You know, but it's usually at different times, right? We both think we both think we think the same, but we think differently. Like if I'm mad about something, Dean gonna let me know. Bro, ain't even that serious. Mm-hmm. If Dean mad about something, just to let y'all know, it's probably gonna be electronics. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> tell him it ain't that serious, you know. I'm be like, bro, Dean, relax. It's all right, but you know we keep each other in check, yeah. and stuff like that. So I think the biggest thing is just make sure the people that's around you. You know, just make sure that they for you and they're going to they gonna keep you out of those fiery situations altogether before they even happen. Y'all got to have that collective mindset. Y'all all on the same page. You know? That's a fact. Um, I think fact. about it. Uh, my dad always told me when I was younger, be wary of group dynamics. He took a class in college about group dynamics and one of the things he always told me was that in large groups you're much more likely to get involved in some sort of altercation some sort of shootout and so as my brother cam is saying you got to be wary of your surroundings you got to be wary of who who you're with uh who you're about to walk into who they're with you know you always just got to continually check you know who you're around so I think I think that's a great point, Cam. Um something else I gotta I gotta ask you. What about fiery situations with your significant others 
best friends or girlfriends? As far as as far as anything, anything. Like they say something disrespectful to you. They say something that that disrespectful to you, or they're telling her something that I mean, it's just you're like you're just saying straight up, just like no. Like that's give me an example. Huh? Just give me an give me an example. So I'm gonna give you a scenario. Okay. Her friends are we'll call them Tatiana's and they continually try to get her to go out with them on the weekly and on a daily. And you have a you have a big problem with it because um you are there's there's a there's a quote in saying you are who you surround yourself with. Birds of a feather flock together. Exactly. Birds of a feather flock together. How would you handle that situation? Um shoot, honestly the same way she'll handle the situation. If I was out here hanging with drug dealers and, and people who be shooting shooting stuff up all the time, she's gonna tell me not to be around them, right? Not, I, honestly, she a grown woman. She can do what she want to do, right? I'm gonna tell her like I don't approve of the company that you keep. That's not that's not me saying I don't trust you to go out because I already know if you with me, you're not gonna be doing that that Tatiana stuff anyway, right? <laughs> I just got a problem with what's around you at the time. I think of stuff like this, right? Because I don't know what it is, but dudes be fighting over girls anyway. So what if your friend, you out, you out, um, she out with her friends, right? And two dudes that did, you know, did whatever to one girl, they end up in the same place, right? And now they, now they got a problem with each other, right? Right. You know, when that pride and that ego get involved, mm-hmm. now they in, the, they in the spot, they booking off at each other, right? Mm-hmm. And my girl there, what's she supposed to do? Not, not protect her friend? I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think, think- about that. I feel like as a man to a woman, we think of things a little a little differently, a little more deep. It's kind of like, think this could possibly happen. It's hypothetical. Nine times out of ten, it's probably not even going to happen. But it's right. it's the fact that it's a possibility. That would be my main concern. It's it's not the fact that you going out and you hanging with Tatiana's. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's it's the fact that like anything can happen from that situation. Like what if she? What if one of them telling telling a dude one thing and telling another dude something else, or telling them both the same thing and they end up in the same spot? Especially you know nowadays nobody fight anyway, so nine times out of ten guns gonna be involved. Guns gonna be a shootout. It's you gonna know? be a shootout. And that's yep. why I don't go to clubs anyway. Yeah, it's a fiery situation, bro. It's a fiery situation, and yeah, that's actually. Uh... Actually, I got a personal story. Not about uh, the original question I asked you about females' best friends, but just a fiery situation in general. Well, one time I was at the club, I was in the alleyway with my friend. My car was in the same exact alleyway. I was looking at it, and it's around two o'clock. So I see the club, everybody getting out of the club. Club's letting out, and I see a dude step in mud. Take off his shoe in frustration and bang it on the back of my Mustang. And so at the time, I told myself, I had my dad's head in my voice. 
scheme. Don't do it. Be calm. I said, all right. Got out the car, walked over to the back of my car, and saw the mud tracks on my taillights, and I lost it. I lost it. Now, before I knew it, I was walking up to the car, went and banged on the car, and just asked myself, yo, straight up, which one of y'all hit the back of my car? And to be honest with you, this is what I was going to say in my head. I said, that's cool. You know, just don't do it again. Not, not that's cool, of course, but just don't do it again. That's people's property. Everybody in this car said, nah, bro, I, I think you got the wrong car. So I start going off, bro. I start going off. Knowing it's Texas, knowing to stand your ground laws, I still start going off. And in retrospect, the homies, of course, had to come, uh, you know, take me back because apparently dude pulled out the strap. But in retrospect, it, it took my mom telling me the next morning. She told me in the sweetest, she said, Dean, you have to stop because... Not only could you have gotten killed last night, you could have gotten the females killed with you last night by a stray bullet. You could have gotten your friends killed last night by a stray bullet. And that's whenever it really hit me. I was like, this really, this fiery situation never was worth it in the first place. I, I could have just went to the car cleaner the next day. So That's a fact. Yeah, out of it's, line. That's disrespectful, though. It's very disrespectful. Very disrespectful. And it's just one of those, you know, three or four second moments. But um, you know, you know, that's why you know collectively, I think it's good to have conversations like these where we're able to open up, we're able to share experiences like this because a lot of that frustration, I wasn't able to tell anybody about that. There's, of course, there were some individuals who saw like it happen. But I wasn't ever able to express that frustration for the longest time. And I think the first person I, I really was able to open up to about it, besides my brother, Ken, actually, no, you were actually the first one I actually was able to open up to about it. And, um, yeah, from that point, you know, I was able just to start telling more and more individuals about it, and especially individuals around my age at the time because at the time I was hanging around a lot of a lot of hotheads you know yeah. so I think it was honestly just a blessing in disguise all that happened because you know I, I, I gained a lot of wisdom from it name I would tell you by the time I almost got into it with the um when a young dude at the basketball court I was there I was with Kyle my cousin I did right I think so yeah, I let dude make it that day. So for the audience that's listening, you know, we at the court, we playing basketball, and my cousin Kyle actually had his next. And one of these dudes came, we not gonna name, we ain't gonna say no names, but he came to the court, right? He trying to bully everybody, talking about now nah, he got next dude just rolled up, then something like he he going crazy, right? At the time, I just went in the mood for it. So I'm staring at him, right? He looked at me, he said, You got a problem. I say, bro, you need to chill out. My little cousin got next, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know what you own, but he got next for sure. I was with, I was actually with, no, I was, it was just my cousin. Yeah, it was just my cousin. And then he was with a bunch of his homeboys, right? So it was really me and my cousin and like 10 other people that I ain't even much know. But I was like, nah, bro, my cousin got next. So he got in my face, right? And he pushed me. I ain't gonna lie, I put my hands up too. 
I ain't gonna lie, I, dude was about to push me, right? So I put my hands up for the audience who, um, if you check out the first episode, not the first episode, but the prelude episode and the Thanksgiving special, I, I talked a little bit that I used to box and stuff, right? So I really could have hurt dude. And he swung on me. I remember I just slipped it. And I ain't gonna lie, I didn't even want to fight him. Like, I wasn't even on that kind of time. But the only reason I wasn't on that kind of time was because my cousin was there. I was like, imagine this. Because my cousin told me he had one of his homeboys coming from around the back that probably was going to sneak me in the back of my head, right? And then now, now my cousin going to start fighting. Now we getting jumped by 10 people, right? I said, nah, nah, I ain't going to lie. If I was by myself, I don't know what I would have done. You know, that's cap. Because if I was by my, if my cousin wasn't there, that situation would have never happened. Because I would have never cared. Honestly, but yeah, the only re- the only thing that um saved him and me that day was my cousin Cal being there. Yeah, honestly, because I don't know what could have happened out that situation. If I hit dude, his boy hit me in the back of my head. My cousin hit him. Now we getting jumped. And see, that's another situation. Uh, well, actually, that's another just talking point is family, because. You flew out of that situation just because your family, who was much younger than you, you wanted to protect him, which is wise. That that's hats off because a lot of individuals. Well, I'm not sure a lot of individuals, but I know there's a lot of people who still, no matter what, because of their pride, they still fight in that situation. But you were thinking about your cousin first, and so you said, "Let's get on," you know. So so hats off to you for that. Um, I have a I have a personal story as well. Uh, somebody who is like family to me. Uh, I remember one time we were going to school together. Uh, this was in this was in Cullen. Whenever I first started going to Cullen, uh, which is for those who don't know, is Cullen is I think I'm not sure if I mentioned this earlier. So my bad if everybody talked about this. But this is whenever I first moved to Houston, and um. I stayed at a middle school called Cullen. And I remember one time I was at lunch, there was this one kid who was he was picking on he was picking on my brother like like real bad. And I mean he was putting his hand all in his face and everything like that. And so I saw I said, nah, bro, like like chill out with all that. He starts putting his hand in my face. So he puts it there the first time I slap, I said, get your hand out of my face. He does it again. I said, slap, I said, get your hand out of my face. He does it again, and now we're we're bucking off. But I fought only in that situation because of my my family. You know what I'm saying? Somebody I consider a brother. You know that's that's the only time if you're defending somebody. And honestly, that goes both ways. You were defending Kyle in that situation. It, so I guess we could say about this this whole entire both of these situations. It comes down to it just being situational at the end of the day. You know, it, it just varies by by who you're around, you know, what's the setting like. I think that's the most you really can, can get from it, but it's, I, I think we both can agree you always have to stay up on your ten toes and just be alert. That's a fact. You, so, you were saying how dude put, put his hand in your face, right? I started thinking about, like, this, ooh, bro, I had a fiery situation in Korea. Hey, our audience, don't get on me. I'm going to tell y'all the dead truth about what happened, right? It was my, um, actually, it was my homegirl 
birthday and she invited me out, right? But only only reason I really went because my home my homegirl was dating my homeboy. So that's the only reason I was there because my homeboy was there, right? And we we went to basic training and stuff together, right? And then the homegirl, we went to basic and AIT with each other, right? Then we end up in Korea. So it was a birthday. And she was drunk and stuff like that or whatever. You know, something happened between her and, and um and her dude. Misinformation that she heard, right? And she slapped my boy, right? She slapped my boy. So I seen her. I seen her look in his eyes, right? And I was like, nah, I can't let him hit her. I'm not going to say what I want to say, but I can't let him hit her, right? So I grabbed him. I said, bro, chill out. Just let it go. I was like, pack your bag. We just going to go back to my room, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, don't even trip, right? I turned around. I said, man, chill out. She slapped me. She slapped me, bro. And I promise you, Dean, it took everything out of me not to slap her ass back. Excuse my language. It took everything out of me not to slap her back. I think, honestly, the only thing that saved her that day was that she was my homeboy girl. Truth be told, I'm not even going to lie to the audience. That's, that's pretty much the only thing that saved her that day and at that moment. And bro, I just remember, I just remember, like, they, they was having a little conversation in the restroom. When I'm in the room, I'm mad, right? Dean come out. I said, what you going to do? He said, I'm about to go. He said, I'm about to go back to your room, right? And a lot of people thought I was hey, trip. Clarify that the 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 dude who he's talking about in this story, his name was Dean. He's not talking about me personally. Oh yeah, my bad. I'm not talking about him. <laughs> Actually, I should never said his name on the court. It just slipped out. But anyway, um, I said, "What you want to do?" He said, "We about to go back to your room." So he grabbed his bag and stuff like that. And a lot of people thought I was tripping, talking about, "Nah, bro, that's his girl. Let him talk it out." I said, "Man, she just slapped him." I ain't even worried about her slapping me. I said she just slapped him. He not in his mind, Ryan. What is that to talk about? It's nothing to talk about. You just put your hands on me. Any conversation just went out the door, right? It's nothing to talk about. Right. So, you know, and I remember I was I was dealing with a different girl at this time, and I was telling her about it. And I, I just want y'all to know, just because you're drunk, it is no reason and there's no excuse for you to put your hands on anybody else. Because if you in that situation, that, that wasn't the first time. That's all I want to say. Because you know, we all grown. We all, well, I've never been drunk, but a lot of people have been drunk, right? You know how you act when you're drunk? We're around too many people that weren't even supposed to be at that crib anyway. And you decided to get drunk. So you knew how you was going to act. Ain't no excuse for that. No. Ain't no excuse for that. No. I ain't trying to hear, but I mean, I was telling, I was talking to Shawty, and then she was all like, "She was drunk, you know, just let it go." And I was calling her all kind of things. I was calling, her, I was calling her out of name and everything. I was mad, right? I come to basically my main point in the situ of of me saying that is is just leave, just leave, just leave. That and to... go ahead, bro. I have to harp on this because my daddy's been telling me this since I was a child. Females, please stop putting your hands on niggas, on men. I'm sorry, I'm gonna stop using that word. That's my bad. But please stop putting your hands on men, because there are men like me and Cam who like we won't we won't put our hands back. But there's some dudes who will like really like unfortunately mess you up because of it. And it's not the fact like 
just just know that like there are some dudes out here who really don't give a care. You know, like me and Cam talked about earlier, the crash dummies. They don't really care about themselves. They don't care about anyone else. So just it's important just to be mindful and cognitive of that. And that's vice versa for men too, because I, I know it's a lot of abuse stories from men to women. We just seen it recently in the NFL. He out of line for that. But anyway, man, y'all ain't no excuse to uh have all that domestic violence because of you're drunk. Mm-hmm. Or you're not, you know, you're intoxicated. You need to stop putting your hands on women. But vice versa, women need to stop putting their hands on men too. Facts. Honestly. Facts. It's 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 ways that we can avoid fiery situations. It's a lot and of if, ways. And if, especially in the sense of being intoxicated, don't get drunk. Just don't I think get, that's the most simple answer. Just don't yeah. get drunk. Just don't get you drunk. Gonna get, and if you are going to get drunk, make sure you got at least one solid person around you. Like, bro, you remember that time we went out to the square and old girl was the designated driver and she was just making sure. Remember uh, the little Asian chick? Okay. Anyway, that, that's not the point. To say all this, she was there. She was going to make sure that they were straight at the end of the day. That was the point. So just make sure you have somebody solid around you if you are going to get drunk so you can avoid those those situations that shouldn't even happen. Those fiery situations. Those fiery situations. You know, we appreciate y'all for tuning in today. Make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on Spotify. Leave a like in the comment down below. You know, and we just want to leave y'all on one note. Be safe. Fiery situations are avoidable, and um, yeah. Anything you, anything else you got to say, Dan? Nah, uh, we really appreciate y'all so far, and um, yeah, you know, we're just gonna continue to try to provide value for for you guys. If you guys have anything you want us to speak on, can you just let us know down in the comments below? And uh, yeah, I mean, we appreciate y'all. This is Collective Efforts. We're out.